I've never seen a diamond in the flesh I cut my teeth on wedding rings Dude, that's pretty oh, cool. Man, that is I'm just that sad. Is wow. <laughs> Dude, that's pretty good. This is Big Lane, bringing you weekly interviews with F3 Omaha packs, exploring their F3 experiences, and finding those sticky elements that create the glue in the gloom. So today on the gloom, we've got uh, a very special uh, man. He's actually in our respect group, uh, former site Q of the district, um, and has become a really good friend of, of mine just through some other um, you know groups in town through our through churches, and um, also recently uh, helping out my new one month old daughter with some uh, health issues. So I'd like to welcome Chicklets to the show, and as we um, like to do chicklets why don't you give us just a history on how you got started who brought you out and um, some people probably know but where the name chicklets comes from yeah well thanks for having me um plague and and pony um it's uh it's an honor to be asked to be on on the gloom um on this podcast uh, i've listened to them all and you know you, you've had some awesome podcasts and and it's almost like an extended cot and you really get to know these guys um so I, I have enjoyed the podcast very much. So, so I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, yeah. So, you know, coming across F3, obviously khakis and I go way back to rugby days and, and khakis and I have known each other since, you know, when I was in dental school. So it's what, 30 years now. Um, and he had been EHing me, you know, I, I forgot when he started, but he had been EHing me for quite a while. And, you know, I, I slowly saw khakis, go through changes uh not just physically but you know um spiritually and, and emotionally that you know this guy was kind of um improving a lot of uh qualities that maybe he was at fault with before um and you know he became more uh you know fit and it was just great to see him in that transformation but he was constantly eaging he's not real hard he'd ask me like hey what are you doing for a workout well, i'm going to the gym he knew that um and I, I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll make it one of these days. I'll let you know when I'm, I'm ready. And then I ran into, uh, I had ankle surgery. Um, and I was like, well, I can't run. You know, I was in like a boot and everything. And, and once I recovered from that, I kind of hit the streets. I, I like to run on my own. Um, and I hit the streets and it had to be a Friday. And I was running uh, down Pacific and I was running towards Westside School. And I was actually turned around at 84th coming back and at a stoplight I stopped and I look over and there he's in his truck and this is in the morning so he must have been coming back from the woodshed or something rolls down his window and he just is yelling at me ah, you got to get to F3 so you know I called him that weekend I said hey I think I'm ready to to uh, you know post uh, where should I go Monday he's like we're doing the Murph district um, he goes are you serious I said why he goes that's the one day that I'm gonna be out of town so I said, that's okay, I'll go. You know, I don't know anyone, but I'll, I'll hit it. And he's like, go figure. You know, I've been EHing you for a year, a couple of years or a year now, and you're finally gonna go and I'm not gonna be there. I'm like, that's all right, I can make. He's like, yeah, you'll do good. He goes, just go and show up this time. So I showed up and, um, you know, I did the Murph, my first, uh, my first posting. So um, how did I get the name? You know, we, I think uh, uh, Bubbles was um, queuing 
Teratot was the other site queue. So when it came time for me to be named, you know, I kind of told them my story a little bit, my age and so forth and what I do. And I said, well, I really enjoy laser dentistry. It's kind of my niche. And then all these cool names started flooding, you know, Dr. Evil. And, you know, I was like, oh, this is awesome. It'd be great. You know, laser doc. And, and Tater Tot says, no, no, calm down. He's, he's already named. We've already got the other site queue named him. Your name is Chicklets. And it was kind of like, what? Chicklets? Um, but you know, the name's grown on me and I, I absorb it like everybody else who said that they were kind of squimish about it at first, but, um, that's how I, I, uh, was named Chicklets. Yeah. That's awesome. Sort of khaki's revenge for, uh, you know, the resentment for his own nickname, right? <laughs> I, think. I, I think so. I, I think that's absolutely correct. Cause I, I remember when he got named, I said, well, what's your name? He's like, it's khaki's. And I was like, what? He's like, you know, the commercial state farm. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, your name grows on you and, and, uh, would I want anything different? No, you know, I, I think I love what I'm named and it is what it is and it was meant to be. So I feel like you've got to kind of embrace the name or the people that don't, they just don't make it right. I think, uh, I think the example I like to use is we had someone named, uh, Ariel that just never came back and I, I hope he does come back <laughs> and I don't think we've ever done any revisions on names. I don't even know if that's allowed, but, uh, you got to kind of own it. Otherwise, you just kind of you're in for a tough time. <laughs> yeah, um, so, what did you, what do you think of the first workout? How did that go? You know, I had uh, prior to that. I, you know, I was always at the gym, and and getting up that early wasn't a problem for me because that's when I worked out. Anyways, I always hit the gym at five o'clock or five thirty. So, getting up and doing that wasn't the problem. The problem was interacting with other men um, because typically when I went to the gym was on my own, you know, doing my own workout thing. Um, so I thought the Merc was uh, somewhat, I mean, it wasn't strenuous for me, but it was a little difficult because of the running and the pull-ups and the Merkins. Um, I'm not used to doing that kind of like a cardio, you know, workout and, and a military workout combined. Um, so the first one was, was a little bit like, oh yeah, I can do this. Um, and I actually posted every day that week. Um, you know, I can remember doing Paradise that Wednesday um, and, and following up on, on uh, the Oracle out at Boys Town on Saturday. Um, and I thought it was great because I just like showed up. I didn't have to think. Um, and that was, you know, a joy for me because usually I went to the gym and had a favorite, what, what muscle group am I going to work on today? What am I going to do today? I got to get far cardio in, so I'm going to go run on the treadmill, do this. So, you know, I really enjoyed the fitness aspect of it um, because I just showed up and there was someone that was leading, you know, for that day. Now you're, I mean, you know, people can't see this cause it's a, an audio podcast, but you, you know, you, you look like you're wearing one of those inflatable muscle suits most of the time and, and you're <laughs> whatever you know, a fairly, fairly handsome guy. Right. And so, so you've like, you've got everything, you got your own practice, you, you know, you got right. things going for you. What, where were you at, you know, just in terms of life that made F3 appealing? I mean, what was it that, that kind of hooked you? Because, I mean, to start on a Murph and then keep going every day, there must have been something that intrigued you or brought you back. Yeah, you know, absolutely. That's a great question. I, I think what intrigued me was, you know, I work with women all day. It's kind of like you play. And, and I kind of brought that into a couple COTs where, you know, I'm at home, I go to work, I'm with women all day. 
you know, and it's kind of like I'm, I'm the captain of the ship there. So there's a lot of responsibility. I've got to make decisions. Um, you know, you come home, you're the man of the house. Um, so for me, I, I think it was just being around men that had similar, you know, um, um, we all have a common theme amongst us. I always say that my COT that, you know, we all share something common. Um, and I, I think just being around men to hear other men talk, to share their life stories, to kind of listen to who they are, um, but also they would listen to who I am and to engage in a conversation rather than just go and work out and listen to your headphones. Um, so for me, what I really enjoyed was just that, um, you know, engagement conversation with men that were of the same right, you know, mind and body and spirit. Hey. You had a um, one uh, backblast in particular, and I, that I I was able to find and, and pull up, and we'll talk a little bit more about some other stuff. But you you tend to reference scripture a lot, which um, I think is really important. Um, but but the comment you made in this cot, this was back in uh, at the Oracle, uh, looks like back in September last year. But you you commented, vanity is vanity whether young or old, fit or unfit, successful or unsuccessful, whether you live in a million dollar house or an apartment, rich or poor, we're all going to die. Uh, you have nothing that matters at that time other than those you love. Um, and so I think just building those relationships, you know, something that I see through all, all your interactions, you're always bringing that curiosity, like trying to learn about other people and, and then adding some wisdom um, from your experiences as well. Where, where do you think, you know, as you came into the group, obviously fitness, you were in a good spot. Do you feel like from a second and third F uh, perspective, you were, you were doing okay? Or what, what are your thoughts there? You know, my, uh, that, that's, that's absolutely correct. I, I felt that fitness was, was great. Um, I already had that nailed. Um, where I was lacking was probably the fellowship. Faith, I've, you know, my wife and I have been on a journey of faith and, um, you know, it's wonderful when your wife, you know, brings you alongside her along that journey because she kind of saved me um, when we got married. And so, you know, faith and fellowship have been instrumental with, with F3, um, the relationships. You know, it, it goes back to I wasn't doing any of that. It wasn't my faith stopped at my, in my home and at my church. And so now you know, I'm able to pray with guys or say, I'm going to pray for you. Um, and obviously being of the respect caliber, you know, pony, um, <laughs> you know, I go through life and, and there's a lot of wisdom with that. And, you know, you really start to realize my days are numbered. Now I'm not going to hopefully pass in the next 10 years, but you know, there's a lot of things that happen happened in my lifetime that I look back and go, you know what? Didn't matter what kind of car I drive and live in a big house. Didn't matter how much I make. Um, we're all going to die someday. And what you leave behind are memories and relationships that are the most valuable um, thing that you can leave for your loved ones and those who were around you. So, you know, what I love about F3 is, is that, that, that friendship that you build with these men that, you know, they know you, you know them. And it kind of goes back to, I always say that it's kind of like the days when I was in rugby that you, you know, you were at war on the, on the, on the pitch with these guys. Well, with F3, you're going through life with each other and you're building these, in, these instrumental relationships that are just great and awesome that you feel like you can contact anyone. Hey, I'm having a hard day. What are you, what are you doing later on? Or they can contact me, you know? And 
it's kind of like I EH'd my father-in-law, Lincoln Logs. And, um, you know, Lincoln Logs EH'd um, his other son-in-law, my brother-in-law, uh, Mr. Miyagi. And, you know, my relationship with Lincoln Logs has grown and it's been great to see him and, per, you know, pursue F3 and start to develop a better relationship with his wife and his own daughter, my wife. So, you know, it's amazing to see how that just blossoms from, from just being at a workout in the morning, you know, and being vulnerable with these men and sharing your story with them. You know, that, that's just a great, that's probably one of the greatest things that I enjoy about F3 is just to see the blossom of the relationship and love that comes out of it with the men around you. And that's, that's great. That's a lot of good stuff and a lot to unpack really, but I really want to focus on something you said, Hey, there's like, there is this element of F3 where you're putting men together with, you know, a common thread or, or whatever you want to call it, regardless of age or creed, whatever you are. And, you know, I can speak to that personally. I remember uh, you actually inviting me and my aunt to church. And it's so strange how we work. You know, you see people in the community, you don't even know their real names, right? So we go into church, Tony's invited me and my wife. She's like, hey, uh, what's your first name again? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. introducing himself to my wife. I'm like, oh, I'm John. Yeah, Pony. Yeah. And, you know, that is beautiful that F3 provides this opportunity for guys that are 25 years apart in age to grow and not just the fitness aspect, but outside of that and the third F element, right? You know, you're, you've been able to help me progress in my relationship with, with Christ uh, and that third F. And, you know, obviously we're hitting the second F too. Uh, so definitely pretty, pretty unique to have people outside of a working environment where you have such an age disparity, um, being able to relate to each other and pick up off of each other. Um, I do want to say, though, you know, not just the age difference. Uh, there is an element of, you know, the respect group, right? I know you're part of the respect pop-up. Um, you know, I, I know you give me some wisdom uh, being my elder. I guess, what is the dynamic like at that respect pop-up? And, and how do you take from them, um, like I take from you, I guess? Uh, you know, the respect pop-ups are, are great because I, I do stay for – for a while, it's hard for me to stay for coffee time because I'm, you know, I own the business. I got to get there and, and get everything going. Um, but I, I make an effort for the pop up, the, the respect pop ups to stay around. Um, it's just great to hear other men of the respect caliber talk and kind of shoot out some of their obstacles they're facing or, or wisdom. Um, you know, you never walk away from that without gaining an insight that maybe you didn't look at where you can, you know, iron sharpens iron. And when you hear, you know, guys of your age talk about their life stories or life issues, or, you know, maybe, you know, make a, a notion to say, hey, you know, this is what we do at my house, or this is what I saw the other day. It's like, you know, I never thought of it from that angle. Um, so it puts you in a different perspective. Now you might say something, you know, I never really looked at it like that from, from that angle or perspective. So, you know, the respect, the respect pop-ups are great because it just allows us, we're all the same kind of age, obviously, but gives us an opportunity to, to really kind of reflect on, we're all kind of that age group where our kids are older, um, some young kids like myself, um, but we're, we're kind of talking about topics that relate to that time in our life and that 
that moment. Um, so it's another, you know, sharing of, of just life stories and saying, Hey, you know, we, let, let, let's, let's talk about this day and, and kind of expand on that. And everybody has an input. Everybody says something. Um, it's just great to have the conversation. Yeah. What um, you mentioned, um, you know, second half being an, an area of opportunity, but then also not having much time for, for coffee just because you've got to get to work. And I think a lot, a lot of guys identify with that kind of scenario. What have you found other opportunities to be effective ways to build on the second half or just guys in the neighborhood or how have you overcome some of those challenges? I would say that's probably the, the F that I am my weakest um, component because I, you know, my schedule's busy. I hate to use that as a crutch or an excuse, but you know, when I'm in private practice, I teach, um, you know, for instance, I, I teach today at one o'clock, um, then I have an all-day laser um, training at my office tomorrow from 8 to 5. Um, that leaves Sunday. So it's hard for me to go and hook up with guys, um, you know, for lunch. And even when we do the shield lock, it's, it's hard to gather. Like I'm kind of a crutch with that because there's only certain days that I can meet. Um, but I'm hoping that as I, <laughs> as I mature, uh, I let some things go. You know, I think that's some some wisdom there saying, you know, you can only take on so much. And I, I could, even though I love to do what I do at some point in time, I've talked to samples about this, that something's going to give, something's got to give because you can't go at this speed your whole life and, and you have to let something go so you can gain something. Meaning I have to let maybe teaching go so I can gain that time to spend more time with my family. Maybe I can spend more time meeting up with, with F3 at, at lunch um, to, to free up my Friday. So, you know, I would say my, my fellowship amongst the men, amongst my family is probably one of the obstacles where I'm probably my weakest component that I, I really, I really would love to enjoy more of, but it's a, it's a matter of me kind of giving up what I have. And that's kind of selfish of me. Uh, but for now, it's kind of just where I'm at in my season of my life. Well, I feel like you've, you're taking some steps there, right? You realize that you want more of that and you're kind of identifying why you possibly don't get to indulge in, in that second half. Um, but you're also using it and like putting yourself in a position by using the tool of like the shield box, right? You're, you're trying to get more of that. And maybe you can kind of speak about that. Not necessarily like who's in your shield box or anything like that, but how it has helped with your second half and I guess how it works for you. You know, the shield lock was something that I was a little bit skeptical about um, when I was approached with it because I was like, wow, how am I going to squeeze this in, you know? Um, but again, it was it was an open door. It was an opportunity for me to be a little bit more because certain things you don't share amongst a group. Um, I may share a lot with you guys, but I may not share as much with someone I just met. Um, so the shield lock was, able, was a time an opportunity for me to meet and really kind of get down to the dirty and, and you know, really kind of say, hey, you know, call people out on certain things or say, you know, you're not, you're not that bad a guy. I mean, I, I'm experiencing the same things, you know. Um, so it was an opportunity for me to be more um, specific on certain issues in life that we all face at this time in our life. Um, and I was able to open up, you know, about our M's or, you know, things going on with your children, you know, um, kind of, you know, I was at, um, 
uh, Golden Spike this morning, GTA, who did an awesome job on his VQ, by the way. Um, you know, he said this is a privilege and it's absolutely correct, you know, and he did say that, you know, and I want to emphasize, because for me, I feel a very high importance of this is, you know, if it's not right at home, it's not going to be right at anywhere else. And so you got to have it right with your wife, your M, you got to have it right with your kids uh, before you can go out and say, I'm a, you know, I'm a high impact man. Well, you got to be a him at home before you can be a him on the street. And, you know, I've always felt that. And, um, you know, it, it kind of reminds me of days where, you know, when I was going through um, a divorce years ago that um, uh, I didn't have that relationship with, with that person. And I was miserable. And it affected the way I looked on life. It affected the way I did my job. And it's amazing how when you have that comfort of, of being a, um, you know, a, a huge importance at home where you're, respected and loved, um, that it carries you on to that, you know, when you go post and, and you can share that with men and, and you can really kind of see that in the men. And there's days where maybe it's not that great at home and it kind of reflects in your posting. You're quiet, you know, you're more timid, but um, those days are few, but um, you know, it, it's all relevant to this F3, how it just really, you know, my wife says to me like, wow, you know, you're becoming better in so many different areas, you know, not just as a father, but as a boss, you know, um, as, as a presenter for the laser, um, you know, and I do contribute that first and foremost to my savior, but also to F3 because he's the one that made it possible for me to be part of F3, you know, um, just to be able to go out and run. I mean, there's guys who can't do that, you know, um, or to, to get up that early, you know, that use that as a crutch. So, uh, you know, I, I think it's just awesome to have that capability to keep expanding, to keep learning. Um, you will always continue to learn. You always continue to open your heart and learn more. Um, but you give and take, and that's what I, another great thing of, of F3. That's, I love that. And I think, you know, it's interesting, right? Because F3, we talk about the, the concentrica, we talk about, you know, your M is first and your kids and, but then it, sometimes we put guys in a position where like they're choosing to work out over those relationships that we've told them are more important. <laughs> and it's like, it's this really strange, uh, strange thing. Cause I tell myself that sometimes where I'm like battling my, my ego, like, well, I got to go work out and show chicklets that my biceps have, have gained, you know, subsize, but I, but I also need to support my M and, you know, and it's tough. And I think that's where like, just knowing that the guys, something that was helpful for me early on when I was like, hey, I got to cut back on posting because, um, you know, I need to support my M, was guys were like, you're doing the right thing, you know, by doing that. Like, like being out there with us one more morning versus being home with your wife, you know, the workout is not, is not your priority, right? Your family is. And I think having that validation from other guys was, was really helpful. Um, and just hearing you talk through that chick, let's, you know, we're all in different places with our kids and our, our wives that some, some of us can post every day and that works for, from a schedule perspective and, uh, and other people can't. And I think just knowing like whether you're out there every day in, in physical form or not, you're still a part of, of this, you know, community that we have going on. So I appreciate that. Yeah. I, I wonder, you know, would you talk a little bit about, you know, as you, um, 
kind of elaborated on the second half, one of the things that I, I, where I see you, and I feel like we've connected from a second half perspective are like at some of the Bible studies, right? So kind of pairing like third half and second half, and even at like a pre-run where, you know, it's not a separate like lunch or like second half event, but it's um, still been a, a time where we've connected uh, on a second half level. Have those things been impactful for you? Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I've, I definitely do more pre-runs than I ever have. I used to maybe do one a week. Um, I used to try and do it at the woodshed, but pony just can't keep up. Um, I don't know what the deal with that is, but anyway. Um, yeah, but you know, the pre-runs I'm 30, are great. I'm 30 now. That's okay. Yeah, I know. No more hate. You got a baby coming, so I'll give you some grace. I'll give you some grace, brother. Um, you know, the pre-runs are great because they are. They're great one-on-one -on -one times, and I've had some great conversations uh, with you, Plague. I've had great conversation um, a few weeks ago with, uh, with John claude um, And, you know, it kind of just depends. Uh, Vandalay and I have had some great conversations. Um, and it, it's just, again, it's just like getting down and just saying, hey, what's on your heart, man? You know, what, what's going on in your life? How was, how was your week? Um, and, and that I value because, again, you know, when I go to work, uh, it's, it's a different dynamics there. And um, I can't really sit down and say that with my staff because it's, you know, they're women. Not, nothing wrong with that. I'm not prejudiced. I'm not degrading that. Um, but it's a different, you know, kind of relationship there as well. So, um, you know, I have enjoyed the, the pre-runs and, and um, you know, even just posting sometimes and being partnered up with someone and getting to know them have been um, great times, you know. Um, but, you know, we, we all do share that common theme and it, it, you know, they come out in different ways at different times. Um, and, you know, men are men, we're all created equal. Um, we all have different, you know, upbringings, um, but we all share a common thing, you know, more than just being a man, there's, there's just a lot of common things that we share that I can really appreciate and recognize and, utilize you know selfishly um we do f3 because we get something out of it but we also give to it as well you know which really i i posted outside of omaha i was in um, um carmel valley california and posted somewhere and it just was a different sense of brotherhood there it wasn't you know the, the fitness aspect wasn't as intense i'd say we're pretty powerful on that um, but even just the caliber of, you know, communication and just, you know, the sense of belonging together and getting through this together as a workout and promoting each other. Um, I think that's unique to Omaha. I haven't posted anywhere else, but I've heard that it's very unique to, to our city. And it's really taken off, which is great, um, you know, which I, I do love. But again, selfishly, I, I would love to go back to the days where we had one side a day instead of having three or four because I – you know, um, but it, you know, it's hard to keep a good thing small, I should say. You know, that's, a, that's a good segue into the, your leadership role. Um, you, you were pretty instrumental in, in, uh, leading the district. So the Murph site with, um, Greek freak. And, you know, I think that's, a, it's an interesting site because, uh, it's the same workout, right. Every time, except for when you lead, of course, cause then you change it out and do something like hand release Murphins or something, something, um, ridiculous yeah. hard. but what was your experience leading that site? I mean, how did you feel, um, just sense of responsibility or what, what did that feel like? 
you know, I, I did feel a, a huge sense of responsibility because I think, you know, I've been in F3 now, August was my two years. So I, I don't think I was quite, you know, maybe a year at that time. And it was handed to Greek and I from uh, Tater Tot and, and Khakis. And that was an honor to get that from Khakis, who I love and respect, and, and the guy who EH me, and especially Tater, you know, our Nantan. Um, but I did feel that it was a big responsibility. Um, I really enjoyed it, uh, embraced it. And, you know, I, I, I think that after doing it every Monday, um, you know, I did want to mix it up. So I would kind of do things a little bit different. I think that's kind of the fun part of it that people sometimes think like you just got to do the routine. Um, it's kind of like last, I think it was last week I queued there and, and I did everything in reverse. So the run was in reverse. You know, we did, we did the air squats at the beginning. Uh, we did, um, you know, instead of every even number doing core, we did an odd number. Um, so I really mixed it up. I even confused myself at one point. You know, I was like, wait, where are we at? Um, so, you know, and that's okay. That's good. Let's break the monotony of this. You know, this is life. Let's do it and, and, and uh, you know, enrich and, and just enjoy it and be, um, be different, you know, make a difference. And so I, I just thought, being a site cute for that, for the district was just a great opportunity for me to, to mature as well, you know, to be in that leadership role. Um, because I think it changes you as an individual, not just amongst F3, but elsewhere where you take on more responsibility, um, you just become more vulnerable to becoming better. I could not handle that. I love routine so much. So <laughs> it just, it stresses me out just hearing you say we did it all backwards. Um, you know, so we do, um, you know, kind of a newer thing as our, our, you know, listening audience grows, we've been getting some questions submitted from the audience and, and they specifically said, you know, when Chicklets is on the show, um, will you ask him how he stays so fit at, at 50? I mean, is he, you know, there are kind of some yes, no questions. Is he doing steroids? That was a, a concern and a question guys had. Um, so I don't know if you could do some myth busting or maybe give some advice. How, how, how do you, how does a guy like me prepare to be in your, you know in your what <laughs> it's funny you guys always say that about me and, and you know i look at myself and i'm like i'm just a man i'm a simple man i always have a simple man but i mean i've been working out since i've been 20 you know and, and i think maybe that's the thing is that i've been religious about going to the gym cardio um you know i, I used to go to the gym and i put probably 20 pounds on of muscle and doing f3 i probably lost some weight leaned up um but I, I, I don't see myself as being, I can look at someone and be like, that guy's just as fit as me. Um, you know, and um, I, I, I eat well. It's not like I watch what I eat. I just don't, I don't eat a lot. I don't eat fast food. My diet is, is pretty simple. My wife cooks, you know, we eat a lot of home meals. Um, and, and I don't, you know, I don't, I, I don't fast. I'm not a big breakfast guy. So I don't like to eat big, you know, morning breakfasts. I like to have a bar or something after and eat lunch. Um, but, you know, I, I splurge on my weekends. I'm, I might gain like three, four pounds on a weekend. And by Friday, I'm back down by five pounds. So, you know, it comes and goes really quick for me. But, you know, for me, you know, doing the IPC was, was something that I really pushed myself. And I want to say this, that you know, a lot of guys, I'm not bringing up for my sake, but a lot of guys were congratulating me for, for where I was at. And I was like, you know, that's great, but it's not really that important to me. 
what was important to me is I reached those levels because of you guys. If I would have done that on my own, I, I don't know where I would be, but I wasn't doing it for me. I was chasing guy chasing guys like Greek. I was chasing Smash Smash Mouth. Um, you know, I was trying to compete with those guys. And um, you know, I, I think that's what F3 is about. And and so seeing someone maybe who's fit like me at my age, is it possible? Absolutely. I mean, you know, I, I think if if you guys stay on this track, you're gonna be 50 before you know it, and you're gonna be exactly looking like you are now, and they'll be like, Wow, you look great. What's the secret? Well, I just you know, I work out and uh, that's the key is just maintaining that and not stopping, you know, just continue to work out like you are and, and maintain that path. Um, but do it so to fulfill your mental, um, uh, you know, advancements and, and clearing your mind and, and, but also spiritually as well, which is great about F3. And I would just say like that's really good rehearsed answer but i didn't hear where you uh talked about your schedule of uh your dose of trt <laughs> or steroids <laughs> like when, when that actually happened <laughs> that's because if you saw my ass you'd probably see a bunch of needle marks all over <laughs> well so that's why this is an audio podcast yeah, yeah. i can say uh, right now but i can vouch you know when we're at a at a meal gathering and pony and i are asking each other is this my third or my fourth cookie? Uh, I look over at Chicklets and he's had zero. He's not, he's not uh, indulging yeah. in the, the sweet. Yeah, I mean, I don't do steroids. I, I, I used to take a lot of supplements. Um, I'm, I'm just, it's, what I put in my mouth is what's going to nourish me the best. And so I avoid fast foods and, and certain foods. But, uh, you know, weekends I do indulge. That's why we work out yeah. during the week. So, yeah. That question was actually submitted by Khaki, so we'll have to. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I'm kidding. <laughs> we don't know yeah. who's questions. Uh, anyway, I do also want to just talk a little bit more um, about the faith piece because I, I know that's really important to you. And, and I think as guys are getting ready, you know, kind of end of the year, looking at ways to grow next year, we've got this impact retreat, we've got multiple book studies, Bible studies, Q source. Where do you feel like you've put your time or maybe a discipline that you've put in place to grow in that, in that area? Um, do you feel like there's some wisdom there you can share with us? You know, I, I think that that's a spot where I probably coming on to 2022 and new year's resolution is probably going to be at the top of my list is to spend more time in faith. Um, you know, in, in the book, um, amongst, um, prayer, prayers and, and, you know, being more involved with, with, um, the community, um, and just kind of living, uh, you know, living according to what you preach and, and believe. And so I'm hoping again, it kind of ties back to what I said. I just, I got to give something up so I can engage more in that. Um, I am very, you know, faith built. Um, I've always have been, um, but I do see the inadequacies of, of where I'm not giving to those around me or to the, to what I can because of other things that I'm, you know, um, engaged in and that's being selfish. So I, I, it's, it's, it's a moment where I have to really kind of look deep in my heart and kind of find time for that and give up some things and, and promote it elsewhere. How, how do you work through that though? Cause like I, I deal with the same thing, you know, I'm, I'm, uh, motivated a lot by, by selfish desires. And I think, um, 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you've learned anything along the way, just to, I mean, because obviously your self-awareness is, is really high, you know those areas, but, but what's, the, what's the next step? Have you found anything that, that really works or is it just something to struggle through together? I think it's first realizing that, you know, it, it is selfishness, but in a, in a sense, you can make that selfishness a good thing. So, you know, in where I'm engaged at, you know, giving back to school, for instance, me teaching, I do love to teach and I do uh, allow students to come shadow me and, and, you know, let them learn from me. And that's kind of my giving heart that I would say that, um, you know, I'm, I'm someone who loves to educate and share my wisdom. Um, but to, for me to actually make a plan, you know, I think it just comes down to, you know, deciding, hey, I have to give something up. Um, and my M and I both know that my teaching probably is the first thing that I'm going to give up. You know, obviously I can't give up working um, and, and um, I'm not going to give up F3. Um, so, you know, teaching is one of those things that I just have to probably draw the line and say, you know, after next year, I'm, I'm going to be done teaching or I, or I, you know, maybe give up half a day of teaching and slowly kind of phase out um, to where, um, you know, it's, it's done. And that frees up time for me to go engage in, in faith and, and fellowship amongst those around me, yeah. You know, and something kind of hidden between the lines there that I heard you say is, is there's a conversation with your M about those things that you're spending your time doing. Um, you know, I think a lot of times that's where I've gotten in trouble is, I create my list and then I, and then I, you know, if, if I'm not talking it through with her, then I start, you know, devoting time to things that are not on, anywhere on her list. And they're just, then, then that becomes completely selfish. So if there's that conversation there, um, I think that's probably helpful. Um, what other, you know, we've, we've come up with some new questions and I know, um, you know, Pony has been asking guys uh, about advice that they would give. Um, but any, anything, uh, from your perspective, I think we've talked about, you know, what would you tell a new guy? What would you tell, uh, an existing PAX member, um, or, you know, what's something that you maybe, um, have, have heard from others, you know, as was advice to you that has been helpful. You know, I, I know that a lot of the guys have said, you, you know, what, what's your advice to an FNG? And a lot of them are just saying, just, just come out and just do it. And I think that's great advice. Um, there's nothing wrong with that advice. Um, I, I think the advice that I would give to, you know, current uh, F3 guys and, and new ones, F and Gs, is, hey, you know what, we're no different than you. Um, and we're all vulnerable and we're all men. Um, and it, it's, it's only going to excel you. Um, so, you know, if, if you're engaged in F3, continue. You can see it. You can reap the rewards of that. And if you're new with F3 and FNG, um, just trust the system. You know, you got to look around and, and, you know, you go a couple times in the post and you can just see how awesome the experience is, the COT, you know, um, just the brotherhood. And, and we need that, especially nowadays with this crazy world that we're in. We need to have this sense of love and, 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 and ownership amongst men um, because we got to give that back to our homes and our community. And so where better to start that than being open to other men so that you're like, Hey, you know, he's just like me. Um, so yeah, I, I think just being vulnerable and just being open and just continue to do what you do. Awesome. And sorry, Pony for stealing all your, your questions, but um, 
think he, I think he left. I think he went to the golf course. That's untrue. I am the hardest worker on this call right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, uh, thank you. Love you. I certainly appreciate your time today. Any any parting words before we wrap this up or anything? You know, I think I just want to say thank you for the opportunity. I, and, um, you know, I, I've been part of F3 for over two years now. Um, it's been awesome. Uh, you know, it, it is, everything has to be solid at home, I think, for you to really excel. Um, and um, I think it only adds to being a, a husband, um, a father, a member of the church, member of community, a boss, you know, um, a son. Um, it only excels you in all those areas because it's it's the human experience, right? And it's the experience with other men that is going to propel you to be better in all those other areas. So um, it's not a negative thing. It's a positive thing. And um, it's not just a workout. You know, there's something more to it because that's what attracted me. I wanted just to work out, I'd still be at the gym, but I was missing that, that companionship amongst men. Um, and so that's, you know, like I said, it just, it gives back to you in every, every possible aspect that you could possibly not even imagine that it could do. So enjoy it, you know, enjoy it, just reap the rewards. I was just going to put a plug, you know, I, I know um, <clears throat> you get quite a few kickbacks from this laser company, but uh, I would just say from my personal experience, um, Chicklets is a fantastic uh, dentist and has a fantastic practice. And um, if you, if you're uh, having a newborn or um, you know need any any work done, uh, I would I would go in and see this guy. I think um, the amount of compassion that that we felt from you and your team and, and your M uh, was just we left feeling like wow, like those are great people. Uh, you know, not not just like they did a great thing for our, for our child, but like they're good people um so i can really feel your your heart through what you do so that's a cool way you impact the community there so um yeah just grateful for you man and all the i appreciate that thank you yeah thank you yeah no and thankful for you um chicklets for sure thanks for joining us today very appreciative of everything that you've done for both the plague and i um in regards to our spiritual walk and, and fellowship and then obviously kicking our butts on free run and the fitness aspect as well too I would encourage uh, any of those listening, any of the PAX members that haven't had an opportunity to meet Chicklets or um, speak with him uh, in depth, please do so. You know, take the opportunity to reach out to Chicklets. He has a wealth of knowledge um, that he would be, you know, more than willing to share with you, I'm sure. And he has a lot of love to give. And so I just encourage you guys, let's uh, close out with the name Rama. I am John Whitworth, 30, Pony Express. Nay, Pony. Uh, Brandon Flea Hardy, 35 to play. Tony Bone 52, Chicklets. Chicklets, respect. Chicklets, respect. Nice job. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for your yeah, time. Yeah, thank you.